Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seriously, who's blowing up my phone? Oh, yeah. Powerball. Big news. Powerball now draws three days a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. And AU Episode 4 Enter Fairyland. Uh, excuse me, I have a pickup order for Cunningham. Uh, two medium pizzas, one pepperoni. Oh my one... god, Kate? Oh, Riley, hey. Whitney said you were back in town. Yeah, I bet she did. How have you been? Good. So busy, you know? Oh, yeah? Is pizza really having a moment in Kamloops? It's pizza. Right. I guess that kind of sells itself. I meant I'm taking a full load of summer classes. Oh, gross. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I miss the beach, but my advisor thinks I'll only have to go back part-time for the fall semester to get my degree. Wow. That soon? (laughs) Yeah, pretty great, right? I'm so ready to be out of that place. Really? Whitney always made it sound like you liked studying. Uh, mm. Environmental science is great, but I want to actually get out in the field, you know? See the real world? Yeah, that thing. Here it's great. What about you? Me? Are you thinking about moving back once you graduate? Once I graduate. A thing I'm definitely thinking about. I know Victoria's cool, but it's so expensive, right? Or did Whitney already convince you to move to Toronto? She's moving there? I mean, she hasn't said anything, but every time we talk, it sounds like she'd marry it if she could. Total love story. We're probably never getting her back. Anyway, sorry, you didn't say. What are you doing these days? Um, could I pay for this in cash? 
New text post on Tuesday, June 2nd. <gasps> Holy shit! We're going to Fairyland! Please tell me someone else is watching this episode live. Selkirk personality quiz. When sent to retrieve a lost wildlife photographer from a group of drug-running fairies, do you bring A. A box of cliff bars, three kinds of trail mix, two kinds of chips, an entire party sub from the grocery store, and also your weed stash. B. A bear bell, an axe, binoculars, water purification tablets, and a bunch of iron horseshoes you kind of stole from a group of senior citizens in the park. Or C. Cigarettes, a refillable lighter, and a tranquilizer gun you definitely stole from your new coworker when she was trying to con the Selkirk Ringers Club. Oh, loved that image of the team stepping through the half-collapsed barn and the abandoned field behind it lighting up green. I have to give the production team kudos for making a field of marijuana look ethereal. Speaking of, if standard fey rules are in play, as they seem to be based on Garrett's insistence they bring their own food, what's happening to all the people who've used fairy marijuana back in the mortal world? Does the binding effect only apply to the items consumed in the fey realm, or, or maybe only substances with nutritional value? I don't know. Helen chanted, Maybe you're only bound to fairyland if you eat the magic brownies. Who knew smoking could be the reasonable choice? <laughs> A cunning plan I don't think either of us knows enough about we to have this conversation. But now I'm going to have to write a Werewolf AU spinoff where Garrett sniffs out a fairy kidnapping plot by discovering they've replaced the brownies in the coffee shop with some... <clears throat> special additions. <laughs> I regret nothing! <laughs> As we wait through the longest commercial break of all time... Some observations and predictions. 1. Whatever is killing mortals in Selkirk is also attacking fey folk who leave their compound. But none of the deaths have taken place inside Fairyland's borders. It seems likely we're dealing with a different type of supernatural power. While not completely ruled out, the fairies move down the suspect list. 2. At this point, we have to be headed to the werewolf commune by the next episode. The references to teeth and claws in these attacks are getting too prominent, and it's the only major piece of the supernatural landscape we haven't seen at all. On that note, did anyone else notice how close we are to Full Moon? Ugh, somebody please save the family in this car commercial. They look like they're doing this at gunpoint. Oh, thank god we're finally back. Please, television gods, there are only so many garbage bag commercials I can take in an hour. Also, if Garrett's snacks get used as trade for this hostage, I am going to die laughing. Do you think the Fae like nacho cheese or Cool Ranch better? Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit! 
Could we please go back to when I thought the fairies wanted Doritos? I'm not that into flashback scenes normally, but I'll give Selkirk this. When the queen started pulling Jody and Tony's memories out of their bodies for all the fake court to see, they made it look cool. The way images seemed to sink in and out of that sudden fog, colliding and overlapping until you couldn't tell whose mind they were supposed to have come from, the inky purple stuff that puffed out instead of blood when somebody died in the past, and that shadowy, human-shaped thing that moved all wrong through everything. Like I said, it was all just really cool. And it makes sense that that was the scene to finally get the show some attention. Well, a bunch of gifts someone made of the scene did. We had at least 10 new people making posts about Selkirk after those went kind of viral. But cool only goes so far, you know? That's not what gets you. No. When a bunch of TV writers really want to show up at your house and punch you in the gut, they have two characters who've just had their worst memories pulled out of them for vague horticultural reasons, sit down for a post-fairyland beer, and put everything on the table. And then they make your favorite character say, What's, what's the, the point? point? People think knowing they're gonna die is freeing. But when you can really see the clock above your head counting down, you don't want to run away and have some great adventure. You don't want to make friends, start a family, have a, a purpose. You don't want good things because everything good in your life makes the clock tick that much louder. If you don't have anything, do anything, be anything, there's nothing they can take from you. So, that's what I've got. Nothing. So that's what I've got. Nothing. I didn't really sleep well that night. New text post on Wednesday, June 3rd. Okay, so I went back to the first episode and... Wow. I remember thinking it really sucked that Tony was getting attacked by monsters on his birthday, but did anyone else see what was on the cake he was throwing in the dumpster? Sorry about the crappy phone photo of my TV, but those candles, that's a two and a nine, right? And if every firstborn son in his family dies before they hit 31... Jesus. No wonder the dude already looks worn out as hell before he gets jumped by flesh-eating whatevers. And yes, okay, hi. I know there's more to this show than whether my favorite characters should kiss, but on the subject of my favorite characters kissing, I can't stop thinking about how much Garrett would hate Tony's view on life and how much it's gonna suck for Tony if he really does have feelings for Garrett. Like, how bad would it feel to finally start wanting things when you know you've got so little time left and... Okay, I'm writing this from the parking lot at work, but... Do you think I could convincingly call in sick because I need to write some of this down before my head explodes? 
also, like, asking for a friend. Would it say anything about someone if they thought Tony's monologue was the most relatable thing anyone's ever said on this show? They'd probably have to be really screwed up to think that, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. I meant to delete that. It wasn't... Sometimes when I think something and it doesn't feel good, writing it down and hitting post just clears the air, I guess. If I can get it in hard copy, the original file is easier to delete. It's not like I was trying to... No pity parties, you know? Just a refreshed brain before another day in the coffee mines. The second the post went through, I was pulling it back up on my phone, ready to hit delete before anyone could tell it had been there at all. And that's when the mobile app crashed. Because that's what it does. And I was still trying to load it again when... Hey Kate, are you watching Selkirk? Me and AU is a Procyon Podcast Network production. You can find transcripts for every episode of the show, as well as information about our other podcasts at ProcyonPodcasts.com. The voice of Kate is Philomena. The voice of Riley is by Sabrina Wan. The voice of Ella is Elisa Park. The voice of Tony is Ben Moody. The voice of Stuart is Puck Malamud. This week, I want to send a big thank you to Sabrina Casanova, our newest $5 patron. Thank you so much. Not only are you helping us to keep making the show, you also got us another step closer to our first Patreon stretch goal, recording the pilot episode of Selkirk. That's right. We have a script and everything. If you think that sounds exciting, you can support the show as well by going to patreon.com slash me and AU. Speaking of things that are real... If you want to take Kate's Selkirk personality quiz, you can do that right now. The link to that is available on our Twitter at meandaupod and on Tumblr at meandaupod.tumblr.com. This episode was written and produced by Andrea Clausen with sound design by Aaron Bauman. Our theme song is by Samantha Jean Rivers, logo by Alex Yoon. We'll see you in two weeks. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 17.9 cycles ago, us machines defeated the humans. Now, we're living the good life here in Droidston, Manitoba. Morning, Giff! Morning, Gus! But there's still the problem of human infestation. That's what it's time to call Human Be Gone! in ethical human relocation. <laughs> this job has everything. Danger. Whoa, sounds like we got some dingers in there. Excitement. Incoming. And drama. You're the one who leaked herself in my best baddie rice bed. It's a dirty job, but some bots gotta do it. Oh. Human Be Gone. Coming soon wherever you get your podcasts. Human.